You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So now Posey ranges away, and Ballinger throws it so high. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Hello there. Welcome back to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman here with Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky. Episode 54. Shasky, 54. It feels like the number of hits that Casey Schmidt got last week. He was such a revelation. Uh, The Giants finally called him up. We got our wish that we made on opening day. Uh, So we're going to be talking about a lot of Casey Schmidt here today. We got some also other thoughts about the rest of the Giants team that is probably not as exciting. So let's start with the exciting stuff. Casey Schmidt, Shasky, you've been banging on the on the Casey Schmidt drum for months now. It finally happened. I want to know what was your reaction when you found out, when you got the Twitter for notification that Casey Schmidt was coming to the big leagues? Well, I was extremely excited as we celebrate the 54th episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball. Guys, I want to thank all the people that have been downloading, liking, and subscribing um, on our uh, Apple and iTunes and all the different feeds of how you you get podcasts. 54 for not Scott Alexander, Sergio Romo, one of the great giant arms of all time. So as we celebrate the 54th, the 55th episode, we'll be celebrating Tim Lincecum. I definitely want to get into that. Uh, Casey Schmidt. I was super excited to see him. Um, obviously, it stinks that Crawford got injured, but Estrada had kind of jammed his arm, you know, at shortstop. And actually, I think Estrada has been admirable at shortstop considering he's not a defensive first guy. So I was really excited to see Casey Schmidt. And boy, just one week. I mean, we, we've only gotten, what, five games, whatever it is. Yeah. He hits a couple of jacks and. To me, he just looks different. I had a buddy go to the game Tuesday night, which was his first game, and he goes, and he's a big baseball guy, my buddy Jimbo, and he goes, the guy just fields the ball differently. I go, it's exactly what I've been telling you. And obviously the bat is a little farther along than we all thought because I think we all thought the bat was going to be kind of a struggle or at least a work in progress. His arm is electric. I can't remember the last time. I mean, really, he's a third baseman. That's what I view him as. I can't remember, and he got to play that yesterday. I can't remember a guy with that strong of an arm at third base since Matt Williams. Like, seriously, and I'm not disrespecting Evan Longoria. He was a very good glove, but his arm was was plus. Casey's is plus, plus, plus. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure you saw the tweet from Sarah Lang. She put out, you know, Casey Schmidt threw that ball, you know, 92 miles an hour across the diamond. One of the hardest throws ever recorded in the StatCast era. I mean, you talk about hard throwing, you know, infielders. First one that comes to my mind is uh, Nafi Perez. Remember him? He had the Nafi cannon at short. He was another guy who could throw it. Of course, I don't think they were tracking uh, shortstop throws back then, but that's Casey Schmidt. He was a former pitcher, so you know he's going to be bringing it on all these throws. And yeah, I mean, when I saw him come up, where I heard he was coming up, it was exciting to me because like we're finally seeing the future arrive. Yes. This is what this is what we've been promised. This is what we've been kind of waiting to see here. We've been seeing, I mean, you know, we have Cole Waits. He showed up last year. He was the first uh draft pick overall by Farhan to make it here. But this was the first position player. And this is where it really starts to kind of feel real that like the the new wave, the reinforcements are coming. Um, like I remember you know, back in 2008, you know, we had Pablo Sandoval come up. Now, no one was really waiting for Sandoval to arrive, but when he showed up and he started yeah. hitting every day, it changed the mood that yeah. Giants fans felt like 
the Giants could go out. Maybe they lose. Maybe they get kicked around. Maybe they lose, you know, 10 to three. But Pablo Sandoval, he's the reason why they scored those three runs. And you're feeling excited, like, oh, they lost. But that Sandoval guy, he looked really good. You're feeling that same way about Casey Schmidt. You know, win or lose, I don't care. Casey Schmidt went deep today, so I don't yeah. care. I'm happy. You know, that that uh, both those home runs were great. The home run he hit in Arizona, he, uh, as Mike Kruko liked to say, he really nutted that one. And it's just things like that. Like, I know the Giants still won that game, but I, I the loss, this is where a guy like Casey Schmidt really helps, is that when you lose baseball games, but he gets a couple hits, maybe yep. makes good defensive play. You can kind of, I don't want to say shake off the loss, but the loss doesn't sting as much because there's a positive that you could take yeah. with it. And as a fan, that's something that you need. And if you're Farhan Zaidi, that's something you absolutely need. Well, and one thing he provides almost immediately, athleticism. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should see this guy move left and right. Now, I don't even think he's their best athlete in terms of what they have in the minor league system, but he, you could see it. I mean, he jumped for a couple of balls at shortstop. Clearly, he's got the glove. But how about the bat? Now, look, I don't think Crawford will be known for his bat. But this year, the bat is struggling. He's got 12 hits and 75 at-bats. In one week of being called up, listen to these numbers for Casey Schmidt. 11 hits in 24 at-bats, five runs scored, five RBIs, two home runs, and only four strikeouts. Three of them coming yesterday in basically a two-to-one you know, loss to, to Arizona. But when I look over at Arizona, because I went to the series this weekend, you know, and, and I'm sitting in the stands, and I'm saying, who is a must-see at-bat where I can't get up to go get food? I don't want to walk around and venture through the stadium. It's Casey Schmidt. I want to see Casey Schmidt hit. And not only is he driving the ball, but I watched him go oppo yesterday uh, on Saturday, excuse me, after not having the greatest day at the plate. Yeah. He took a little off his swing. He went opposite field. He gets the single again, 11 hits in his first week. And he joins a guy, Will Clark in homering in his first ever game as a San Francisco giant. That's pretty cool. I think it's been an unbelievable banner week for Casey Schmidt. Is he a hall of fame talent? Come on. It's way too soon. But in terms of being excited because he represents the first wave of four drafted guys to come through the system. Let's go. I mean, is it too early on the hall of fame hype? No, it is. It absolutely is. But when you're <laughs> when you're a few games into your career and they're showing graphics of your name next to you know Willie McCovey's name, you you're doing something right. And exactly. that's what he got off to a great start, and that's what you want. You just want a good start. You know, when prospects have great starts, it just makes you feel a little bit better. I remember uh, I was at Buster Posey's first game in 2010. He had three hits that night. I think they were all singles. Whatever their singles singles are cool and whatnot. But you just were happy that he got off to a great start there. And that kind of set the tone. Brandon Crawford, his first game, he also went deep. And again, that sets the tone. Now, you talk about guys, you know, who do I get excited for in this lineup? Casey Schmidt, he's a he's a lean forward guy. You yeah. know, when, when you're watching a Giants game, you know, I'm going to slouch my chair. I'm like, yeah, whatever. This is boring. And Casey Schmidt steps up. Ooh, all right. Here we exactly. go. Casey Schmidt, here comes the thump. You know, it reminds me of kind of like when Joey Bart came up yep. in 2020. I didn't care if Joey Bart's going to do good or not. But when he stepped to the plate, it's like, all right. Like here we go. This is what we want to see. And Sam, this is kind of, yeah. No, I was gonna let me let me just jump in here. Like, no, no, no go ahead. It, it's it's not only is like he exciting to watch, but it wasn't like oh he had four hits one day and then none for three or four days. Listen to these game logs since he came up. Now it's only one, two, three, four, five, six games in total. But hear me out here: 
two hits in his first game, two hits in his next game, four hits in the game after that, one hit, two hits. And yesterday, yeah, he had the three strikeouts. He went 0 for 4. But he's had a multi-hit game in four out of the six games that he's played, and he's hit safely in five of them. So, like, this isn't a guy who's feast or famine. Like, you're showing and, – and look, it's, it's the first week. Like, let's see what, what happens when, when the league adjusts to him and then he has to make the adjustment to the league itself. Yeah, we can talk but, about that in a little bit. But, but, yeah, but, 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 but like, Sam – He's hit breaking balls. He's hit fastballs. I've seen him drive the ball down the left field line. I've seen him drive it to right center. I've seen him hit back up the middle. Like, I'm I'm really excited for this guy, and I don't know mm-hmm. what he could end up becoming. I don't know. All-star, silver slugger, like, put that to the side. Young, promising player who I hope can lead a charge of a wave of other young players to come through. That's all I want, and I, I want to see yeah. him play short, second, third base. I want it all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, and I think that, again, I think that gets into the point of just the the real excitement around Casey Schmidt. And also just what it means for the organization. You know, we always talk about, you know, what's the direction of this team? What's the vision? I can't see the vision. I always hear people saying that. And this is where you could finally start getting to the point where it's like, this is the vision. Casey yep. Schmidt in the lineup. That is the vision. There was a moment in, uh, I think it was the Thursday night's game, where it was in the ninth. Yeah, it was the ninth inning of Thursday night's game. You had a couple runners on already. And then uh, Casey Schmidt hits a you know uh, line drive up the middle. That, oh, no, he had the double there. He had the double there on uh, in the ninth inning Friday night. That brought in a run. Joey Bart hit a base hit. Mm. That brought up another run. Lamont Wade Jr. has the infield single that brings in another run. And I'm watching this. I'm like, that was your six, seven, eight guys right there. Like, that's kind of your future. Yeah. Like, you're wondering, what's the future of the Giants going to look like? J.D. Davis and Michael Conforto were ahead of them in the lineup. I don't know where J.D. Davis is in the well, future of the Giants. I definitely think he's a short-term option there. But the point is, you know, we always complain about how this lineup is full of guys who you don't think are going to be around. There's there's no reason to get attached to them. You know, But you had a, a four through eight slot right there that, you know, Davis, not Conforto, Schmidt, Bart, and Lamont Wade Jr., who you could look at and say, like, for the next three years, you know, plus those are guys who you could maybe get attached to and expect to contribute to this lineup on a regular basis. Well, I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. And also, you know, he went up against Zach Allen, who I believe to be one of the upper echelon pitchers in all of baseball. Forget oh, he's, just on, he's, on, he's on so many Cy Young favorites right now. Exactly. So. And I didn't think he looked overmatched, you know, and, and that to me is a good thing. A righty on righty matchup. Look, I, I'm just I'm excited. I'm optimistic. It's not even just Casey Schmidt as him as himself. To me, it's what he represents. Mm-hmm. Optimism, hope, something exciting that's young. And as I look across the diamond at the Arizona Diamondbacks, their entire roster feels like it's 25 or younger. I mean, for the oh, most yeah. part, it really does. And they're a lot quicker and they're smaller guys. Here's a tall, lanky dude, 6'2". You know, I think he's about 210, 215. He'll grow into his body. 
but I'm seeing a young athletic guy who's under 25. Like, yeah, I'm we need that. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great reason to be excited. We we really wanted to see him on the opening day. Yes. We were bummed. I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. I know we're excited, but does the fact that it took so long for him to get up? I think a part of me, we, we talked about this with Bonte before the show this morning. You know, there was a little bit of frustration about yeah. the fact that it took so long. And I get that. I remember in 2010, we were waiting for Buster Posey to come up for a month. Mm-hmm. You know, why are we sticking with Benji Molina? And he finally <laughs> comes up. And there's a part of me that says, you know, I'm, I'm irritated that he wasn't on the opening day roster. It would have been really cool to see him at Yankee Stadium toeing the line. Oh. And, you know, who knows? I, don't, I doubt he makes that. You know, the, maybe the Giants still probably lose two or three. I don't know. But it would have been nice to see him there. But th- there's another part of me that's like, looking back on it now, I don't care when Buster Posey got called up. Yeah, he got called up in May. But at the end of the year, do we really care? No, we didn't care that he got called up in May because they still won the World Series. I think there could come a point where maybe we don't carry that Casey Schmidt got called up so late, but I'm just kind of curious, what camp are you in? Are you in the, why did it take so long camp? Or are you in the, you know what? He's here. Let's just roll with it. Or is it a mix of both? I mean, right right now he's here, so I might as well just enjoy it, but I'm not going to lie. What what were we doing? Like really? He needed a month in the minors. Like really, really? No, Kyle Harrison. Like I think Kyle Harrison still needs to learn how to go deeper in games, how to control the strike zone so he doesn't get his pitch count up. Um, he's 21 as opposed to 24. Uh, you know, seeing that they had a gaping hole up the middle in terms of their positional depth. Also, I'll give them this. They had to allow VR to almost play himself out of a spot because they were trying to reward him. And I get that. I really do. I, I get that thought process, but you didn't have a logical backup shortstop. And when Crawford kind of struggled out the gates, I mean, I, look, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just happy he's here and I'm going to yeah. enjoy it. Now, the key is keep him up and he needs to play third, second, short, find spots for this guy, find spots for this guy. You know, another thing I noticed over the weekend, um, and I know we're going to, we're going off on a tangent. You met reference Lamont Wade Jr. He's much better defensively at first base than I gave him credit for. I know Brandon Belt said he was, and we kind of scoffed at that. But yeah, I mean, Lamont, he's, I'm not noticing his defense. And when I say that, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I'm not noticing it in a negative way. Like, I agree. Yeah, it's just, he's, I, there. I thought he like you said the best umpires are the umpires you never know. Yes. I feel like a great defender is like, obviously, yeah, you like your highlight, you know, plays that Brandon Crawford would make. But if I can't get gold glove caliber defense, yes. give me defense that I'm never, ever thinking about. Well, and, and that's kind and of what Lamont Wade Jr. has done. Really quick, I do kind of want to just take a step back and just kind of talk about like the, the time it took for him to come up for Casey Oh, I'm Schmitt. sorry, yeah. Yeah, because I do have some thoughts there. I do believe, first off, I've from people I've talked to, there is kind of a, an industry-wide kind of preference to advance some of these guys up from the, from the minor leagues into the big leagues. Uh, again, this is, I don't know how serious certain teams are taking that. I know it's easy to look at kind of like a Julio Rodriguez and be like, well, why can't you just fast track him? Julio Rodriguez is a different kind of prospect. He's a unicorn. Casey Schmidt. Yeah, he is. So I think there was a little bit of that. I do know they wanted to get Casey Schmidt some time at second base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that resulted in all of three games that he played there in Sacramento. I guess time at seconds, time at second. He did play a little bit of second in spring training, if I recall. Uh, I think another thing they really wanted to see out of Casey Schmidt was they really wanted to see him improve that walk rate. Uh, you talk about he's 24 at bats in or 24. Yeah. 24 plate appearances in he's yet to draw a walk. Um, just really quick. His walk rates as he progressed through the minors at high a ball and 383 plate appearances, he had 11% walk rate and a 22% strikeout rate. And then at the next level, double a, it was a 4% walk rate, 22% strikeouts. That was in 127 plate appearances. And then at the triple a level, 161 plate appearances, 5% uh, walk rate, 
and he had no walks in AAA last year. Granted, not a whole lot of at-bats, and then a 20% strikeout rate. So I know they really wanted him to work on those numbers, maybe bring the strikeout rate down a bit, the walk rate up a bit. But then when you're hitting 313 and you're kind of hurting up the middle, he kind of forced their hand with the bat, and you know what? He's going to have to to work on those things at the big league level now. Do you know what Matt Williams's walk, walk rate was? Like, honest to God. Like, no. no it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, and he struck out a lot. But you know what? He hit the ball hard all over the place, and he hit for good power numbers, and he was great defensively. So I think we obsess about the walk. I'm going to be honest with you, and I watched it yesterday. Great example is yesterday. Batters four through nine. Okay, four through nine. Didn't get a hit yesterday. Their two-strike approach is abysmal. And, and Casey was one of those guys. They struck out 12 times again yesterday. I don't care about the walk. This team does not put the ball in play a whole lot. Casey yeah. is one of the few. Now, I know yesterday notwithstanding, but he's one of the few who does put the ball in play, right? Yeah. So I can live with that. On this team with high strikeout numbers across the board, he's not one of their high strikeout guys, at least through 25 at-bats. And it's a small – I mean, we're talking a small sample Oh, yeah, size. you could absolutely play a small sample size card here. I mean, but what are we expecting? These guys to be like perfectly baked cookies at the end of a, of a, of a two-month stint in the minors? I'll take the positives he can work on the walk rate over the next 10 years of his career at the big league level i'm not tripping on walks yeah he'll get there when he gets there but yeah it is something he's gonna have to work on